When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Welcome back to the Waffle House. It's me, Joanne McNally, Steve O'Mullen, and Jess Bishop. Great. Woohoo! Here we are. We're we're, we're back. Um, It's... uh, it, it's great to be back. We we had to we, we were having like a like a pre conversation there, and we had to we had to cut it short because it started to get it started to get like too much like the actual uh, the actual episode. The actual so we had show. we had to just get into it because uh, to my great surprise, I, I asked Joanne before Steve came on the call. I said to Joanne, "Do you want to talk about Kanye?" Uh, Joanne said. I tried to talk about that last week. I said, no, no, no. A lot has happened since last week. Joanne didn't realize that he had this manic episode. And then well, Steve I... Steve got on the call and it was the same thing he didn't realize. Well, I didn't know he'd had the manic episode. I didn't know he'd been tweeting. I don't know how. Sometimes it's something I just miss stuff. I don't know how. It just goes over my head. Didn't even know that happened. Yeah, um, I, hadn't, I hadn't come across it at all. I just knew that he had just started his presidential campaign. That's all I knew, yeah. I didn't yeah, so I, I, so I think that's what happened with probably with both of you is that the presidential campaign thing kicked off. And then every time you see more stuff bouncing off about Kanye, you probably assumed it was the same thing. Mm. And I do. I kind of zone out. It's like the Britney stuff. There's just so much going on. I've, I've actually started listening to whale music in the morning when I read the papers. <laughs> you listen to whale. It's <laughs> a great idea. Because I'm like, I can't, I kind of, I'm not going to say I can't cope because I can cope. Of course I can. I'm, none of it's about me. But there's just so much going on. And because, and it's my own. I'm obviously, I want to know what's going on. Like I'm dug in to the papers. I want to know. But it can be very overwhelming. And sometimes I just zone out. Like the Britney stuff. I'm like, that just seems like, I don't get, I, like that's non, I just think that's nonsense. I think she. Yeah. yeah. So I don't actually know the Britney stuff, which is why I said, let's start recording because we were were talking about Kanye and then Steve, you mentioned that Andrew Schultz and the gang were saying something. So what were you saying that time? Because I actually, I, I, I saw the Britney stuff from a distance like you guys didn't notice the Conway stuff. I didn't take in exactly what was going on with Britney. Yeah, we'll talk about Britney later. Uh, well, I didn't know. No, no, exactly I want to tie it all together here. Yeah, I didn't know. So I know Schultz and the gang were kind of talking about like a conspiracy theory that um, in because Brittany, obviously, God bless her, has serious mental health issues. But apparently she's officially now she's not allowed to purchase anything. She's not allowed. She's not even allowed to do a social media post without the consent like, this is binding into law now. Consent of her father, I think, he's in charge of her right now. Yeah, but is that not fair enough when you consider what Kanye is doing when no one's in control of his tweets? Well, this is the this is apparently well, this the, is the big interesting the, the conspiracy conspiracy theory is that the Kardashians have been trying to do this with Kanye for a while to try and take control out of him, and he's going to try and break out of it. Is is there is the conspiracy theory? Yeah, I think they're yeah. both very unwell. Like, I I mean, I follow Britney on Insta, and you can sometimes you find yourself laughing at the stuff, and then you have to check yourself and be like, I actually shouldn't be laughing at this woman. It's it's not funny. Like she yeah. obviously had a massive breakdown. We all saw it. She's never come back. She's never recovered from it. She has five hundred million quid. She's psychiatric. She's unstable. I mm. mean, I don't. I and a mother. I don't think she should. This like free Britney thing. She's actually being looked after. That's what's happening. 
So the, by mm. them being in control of her, they're they're actually trying to mind her. Yeah, is this she's true? Not, she, she's not. She hasn't been abducted. Mm. And like I say, when you have access to a, like a Twitter account, an Instagram account, all those things, and you're unstable, weird. You're gonna you're gonna post weird shit. You're gonna you're gonna harm yourself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and that that is. That has been an issue with 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 mental health and tweeting. Even when Pete Davidson had like a low day and then started talking about uh, yeah. suicide on his tweet, you know, and that is that that is the it's a, it's a it's a it's a dangerous place, or perhaps maybe it's a healthy place where social media and your mental health collide. The problem is that people are so irresponsible. I think it can make things worse rather than better. I think for, it's, for I- the individual. I think if someone's having a breakdown, the first place you see it is their social media platforms. Straight away, you can see it. And like, even on a smaller level, like I've had to stop myself sometimes posting, <laughs> posting like inspirational memes about, you know, moving forward. And like, I'm like, Joanne, what the fuck are you doing? Put the phone down. Mm. Like, it's kind of, a, I'm, I, I, this is harsh, but it's a bit embarrassing. Like when I see people going over, I can always tell when someone's broken up with someone on Instagram. Right. The inspirational memes start. Yeah. They like the glow up starts. You can see the it. Meme, you can see it yeah. playing out. If you don't accept me at my worst, you can't accept me. <laughs> yeah, at all that stuff. <laughs> all that stuff. And that's fine. It helps. It, it's, you know, they want to process it. It helps them move forward. They want the validation. They're angry. They're lashing out. But it has to be controlled or you you lose face, you know, and people will feel, people, you're very exposed, I think. And I think that's what's happening with Britney. And I kind of think it's fair enough because it's a great example of when Kanye isn't being looked after or he has full access to his Twitter accounts and he's saying that Chris Jenner he's re- comparing her to Kim Jong-un yeah so oh, what, right. what, Steve were you, were you just about to read something off your computer there uh, I wasn't no but I was going to make a, a point uh, Joanne was making interesting points about the social media and how the first place that you do see it is on social media when somebody is having a, a, a mental health breakdown but I've been reading a really interesting book it's probably a lot of it is, is it's a little bit off topic but with social media and how the algorithms work and how it's just about an addiction and it's just about getting validation. We're totally wired to get these likes, retweets, mm. et cetera, et cetera. And for me, and what you're saying about the mental health issues, the first port of call to help the mental health issue is to throw that fucking addiction out the way. Get rid of it. You should, yeah. it's, it's not helping you deal with yourself on any level. But if you feel the people in your life are turning against you, then you can feel like the people who follow you on social media are your friends. And you're trying yeah. to get a you're trying to get a message across, and you want to engage with them, and you want them to tell you that you're right, and you feel like you're exposing yes. truths, you're dropping yeah. truth bombs, you know. Yeah, but mm-hmm. so so just to, yeah, because that is a good thing to talk about, Steve. What you're talking about, but just to rein it back in to say what's yes, going of on. Course, with Kanye. Yeah. No, no, yeah. but just just in terms of what's going on with Kanye, so he's clearly having a manic episode. I mean, right. from from my limited understanding of bipolar. This is Manic Episode 101. In fact, one of my very close friends' brother uh, is bipolar and recently had an episode and was attacking everybody, including me. I don't even know him that well, but suddenly I was just getting these like threatening messages out of the blue and I was like, oh God, he, he's, he's I, you know, I thought his medication was, was good, but clearly it's yeah. not. So like Kanye is, you know, he's, he's mega paranoid. He's having this Manic Episode online. I mean... Is it is is it good or bad for all of us to know? I mean, I think it on one level, it's good for people to have a better understanding of no matter how successful somebody is when you're having a manic episode. I mean, it's it's quite uh, it's quite the explosion. I mean, it really upends mm. people's lives. Yeah, 
I got. I actually came across it a couple of times with them. I worked with long-term unemployed people and guys coming out of prison for years. And there was a couple of lads that I was a key worker for who had the same condition. And yeah, it's it's actually quite scary when it flips and the paranoia. How I made a flipping comment in the office one day about a co-colleague's haircut, and six weeks later one of the guys was having a bad episode and brought that up and said that it started because I said that about his haircut. Now, I wasn't even talking to him. I wasn't talking about him. It was I... me having come. It wasn't having a conversation at all. But this was a big HR thing and a big, you know, and, and then it, then the doctors got involved, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, it's quite, but it's really stressful for the individual. It's really stressful for them, you know. So what's um, the opposite then? So if, his manic episode, so does he just kind of um, flip between depressed and manic, depressed, manic, depressed. Yeah, manic. like the manic is like mega high. Like I guess it manifests in different ways. But from again, from my limited understanding, often they'll like blow a ton of cash. They'll think like also I believe that like the beginning of a manic episode is like the most amazing feeling ever because they literally think they're invincible. The mm. Like your ego takes off. You think you can do anything. And then the sort of the late, well, the, the later more dangerous stages is that intense paranoia. And then you, you start to lash out. And so surely that's the exact trajectory of Kanye in the last week. Well, I mean, running like, for president running, is obviously ex- the start of a manic exactly. episode. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah, and 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 I guess part of the problem, well, in Kanye's case, if we can just like pop indulgence, in Kanye's case, a lot of this stuff is hard to decipher between his pretty insane personality, anyway. You know? Yeah, What's that's the-, the thing. Like, I would think someone of that status, with that much money, with that much ego, who constantly refers to himself as a genius. How do you identify a manic episode? Running for president yeah. doesn't actually seem that bizarre as, <laughs> yeah, exactly. for something that Kanye yeah, would yeah. do. Yeah, so how do totally. you identify? Now, the tweets do seem bizarre. And obviously, he's been diagnosed and we know he's unwell. I thought Kim's response was really sweet. Yeah, what was what her response? Do you, do you have it there in front of you, Joanne, by any chance? It's like four pages long. Oh, um, okay. But she Talk just basically... mental health. Yeah, she's just like, look, you know, because people are going, where's Kim? And she's saying... You know, I can't, anyone who knows has someone in their life with this, you know that there's nothing I can do unless they want to get help. There's literally nothing we can do. He's not a child. Um, he's a grown adult. We can't have him sectioned. We just, please just kind of, we appreciate your understanding. Oh, so you wow. can't, so so that's interesting. So you, I should have actually done a bit of research on that. You, you can't have somebody sectioned unless, of course, they do something like saying, tweeting that your family are out to get you is not illegal. So un- until exactly. they do something that's worrying, you can't call the police, right? And I, and I don't think, I don't know, again, I like I, this is me just kind of like sweepingly looking at things, but he doesn't seem to be a danger to himself in any way, which would probably be a main reason to get sectioned. He's just pissing everyone else off. <laughs> like he's not, <laughs> he's not threatening to kill himself or anything. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's that, it's that thing of like you have medication, the medication starts working, so you think you don't need it anymore, so you stop taking the medication and it all happens again. I did that before and I went insane. <laughs> it's interesting though, isn't it? Because like what you were asking about, like how do you know the difference between his manic personality and the huge ego and all that? But then you start to question, was he ever well? I know, you know that's was the thing. It, you know? I know. <laughs> was this bipolar the whole time, you know? Yeah, I know. And in another way, you think that some, for some in some ways, um I'm sure it's kind of benefited benefited him in some way yes. to have that giant ego and to have that god complex. It yeah. probably makes him very ballsy and confident and 
means he can kind of get up and say, but all that stuff, do you remember he said his biggest regret in life was that he'd never be able to see himself perform live? Do you remember that stuff? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Again, I, sorry, go ahead, Jermaine. I was just going to say again, how, how do you, like that, we just kind of laughed at him. I do think there's something kind of cool happening in that I think at things the way things are at the moment and all that Caroline Flack stuff and people being much more aware of mental health I think people are kinder now so mm. immediately when he went when he did that press conference and he was crying and talking about Kim trying to abort North straight away most people said leave him alone he's having a manic episode he's clearly mentally unwell this is okay. really hard to watch and if that had happened 10 years ago I don't know if people I think people just would have slagged him. I think the majority mm. of people would have just slagged him, whereas now there seems to be a more compassionate reaction to what's happening mm. to him. Yes. Well, there is actually... There's a baby I mean, screaming. Yeah, there's, the baby. There's, there's somebody having a manic episode in your there's house. There's a manic Steve. episode. Who is that in my house? Yeah. Oh. But there is actually, just for people who are interested, I, I just quickly, obviously most people would know to just quickly Google, but uh, there is like a, a list of things to to do and not do when people are having... A manic episode but i was trying to find like when it when it um oh yeah protect them from harm especially financial harm that's that's very important because i know that's that, britney that's britney mm-hmm. yes that's exactly they so they're do, so exactly so they're, they're yeah. doing that uh take away phones or passwords if agreed upon so so all that's so actually funnily enough all the stuff that's happening is like known to be known to be a problem and then obviously you have to call the doctor remind them about their medication but i think that can be tough because they can start to think that you're like drugging them yeah exactly also and and as someone who's had like been you know very mentally unwell myself you're the last person to know you're mentally unwell because they're all your thoughts Mm. and they're and they're coming it to you in your own voice that's why a lot of the time with eating disorders they make you change the eating disorder voice to like the voice of a duck or something stupid so that you can undermine it. But if if you're listening to your own voice telling you what to do, you trust yourself. Why wouldn't you? So you're usually yeah. the last one to know you've gone mental. Everyone else yeah. can see it. You can't see it. So Kanye probably doesn't even know he's having a manic episode. Oh, did you, uh, no. did you, did you put a voice on your uh, eating disorder in your show? Yeah. Was Louis that- Walsh. Remember? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Come on, Tran. Yeah. <laughs> so that so was it. I... He was like, it was like he was he talked to me like he does in um what's the show he used to do, the X Factor. He's like, You're the best bulimic in Ireland, everyone should vote for you. Um, everyone's just <laughs> jealous of you. I had a I I had a voiceover of him doing that. It was he was really encouraging. So well I th- this is kind of like this is a this is a mental health story that's like happened to me. But it's kind of, it's not disturbing, but it, I'm not telling it as a joke, but it is this, the fucking most insane coincidence of all time, okay? So I'll, I'll try to tell this really quick. So years ago, City Limits was still, you know, running in Cork, a comedy club. Uh, I met this, like, beautiful redheaded girl after the show. Nothing crazy. I think we fooled around on the dance floor. And then the next day, we had, like, a date. And we, like, we literally went for a walk, had a cup of tea in our house. And we just we just kissed. That's all, Right. And then, you know, we never we never met up again. She was in, uh, she was still in UCC at the time. I think she was doing like a she was doing a master's in psychology or something, you know. So um, I was a lot younger, so you know, we, we were very similar age. And uh, I, I kind of we just fooled around, and I was living in Dublin, and that was it, right? So then I don't know, maybe like six months to a year later, I'm driving down to Cork, and a friend because I'm involved in like AA and NA and everything, a, a guy I knew. Had had gone on the, off the rails and was now in 
St. Michael's Ward in the Mercy Hospital, which is the the psych ward. I don't even know if that's a, a PC term these days, but anyway, it, it was it's a lockdown ward, um, and uh, he he he's on the phone because he's just like drying out, and he tells me that there's a, there's this girl in here that says she knows you. Uh, and well, she's in the ward. Oh she's, no, she's she's not supposed to be in there, but she keeps telling people that she's she's not a patient. But but the way, anyway, long story short, the way he explained it to me, and because she was doing like a degree in psychology, or whatever, I actually thought that she was on placement and was just right. dropping my name. I didn't actually register exactly what he was saying, but in in, in when I got there, I realized so she's in there. She's committed. She's had a manic episode, right? Yeah. But in her head, paranoia, she's, she had been telling them the entire time, contact Des Bishop because he'll tell you that I'm not crazy. I'm just here on placement. She, that's what wow. she had been telling them, right? Oh, So wow. coincidence of all coincidences, I go in to visit my friend and her delusion shows up in the ward. And she goes, finally, I've been trying to tell them. I, I, she fucking runs up <laughs> oh to me. My God. Oh, my goes, God. I've been trying <laughs> oh. to tell them oh my to God. talk to you. Will you tell them that I'm – and so I'm, I, I don't know what's going on. So I pull her to the side, and I'm like, what's going – and like, I, I'm like I, – I'm fucking baffled. I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm like, I'm saying, what's it? What's the matter? Are you okay? I was, I was like, you got to just listen to these people. And she keeps telling me to shut up because they're, they're listening over the loudspeaker. And it was it was actually my first encounter with like a a, a, a proper mental health issue like this. That's uh, so funny. I know. And then I I then she laughed what and she was hell? like, "You can't make me laugh. If I laugh, they'll lock." It was it was really disturbing. Oh my uh, it's god! It's not funny. I'm not laughing. It was just it's just like yeah. what are the odds? What that, are the that, odds exactly? That, that yeah. You know. So then um, <laughs> then I then I I I like tried to just talk to my friend and she like ran in and grabbed his phone and tried to hide it to get you know it was it was really it was i oh felt terrible gosh. but yeah i hope she's okay now that is so did you know come on sorry, sorry did, did you know at the time when you had met her in city limits that she was was she ever even a, a psychology student or you didn't know was no, she, she was she was actually in ucc yeah she okay right, right she wasn't making it up like it was just yeah 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 although mind you i didn't i didn't like investigate further and i didn't follow on afterwards like you know, I think I, 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 you know what? It's a long, long time ago. I may have sent a text a couple of months later, been like, "Are you okay now?" or something. Uh, but I, but I, you know, I can't. I, I, I don't know. You know, her delusion turned up in the ward. One of the best lines I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, like, but it's just so. It's, <laughs> but what are the odds? I know that is a. Ma- I was about to say that's an insane coincidence. So I won't say insane, but that is a. Yeah, because he was like, she's been fucking here for days, saying. You know, like talk to Des Bishop. He'll tell you that I'm just I'm supposed to I'm here on placement. Like I would have loved to be there at the moment when you walk in and she goes, "Finally!" She literally yeah. said, "Finally!" I've been telling. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh anyway. my there was, god! There was a god famous story. Have you ever read the Psychopath Test by John? Robinson? Yes. Yeah. Yes. So do you? Ma- so I'd say that thing of people going into people being committed and then trying to explain to people that they d- they shouldn't be there, yeah. that it's all a big mistake, and that yeah. they. So I'd say that's quite common. Yeah. Um, but uh, this guy to, who did an interview with John Ronson, I think it was that book. He was in Broadmoor and he was saying that he intentionally got himself committed to Broadmoor. Now, I don't know if the, I think these are the details as an experiment to see how mm. easy it is to get that, yeah. sectioned. 
and that now he's stuck in this place because they're very easy to get into and very hard to get out of. Mm, mm. Um, so he was like, look, I'm not supposed to be here. This was an experiment. And the more, of course, he talks like that, the more the doctors are like, wow, he's completely insane. He thinks he's sane. Because like, that's a real sign of insanity is that you think you're sane and everyone else thinks you're insane. Like, right, it's such yeah. a weird area. Anyway, he was t- telling John, he's like, I'm not supposed to be here and everything. And John kind of believes him at one point. And he's like, <laughs> trying to find out how he ended up in there and everything. It's a great story. Great that story. That book is crazy because so, so many patients in it, you start to wonder about yourself, don't you? You're like, what the? Of course. <laughs> or there was a guy in, in Broadmoor, he, pretend, he was a criminal who pretended to be insane to go into Broadmoor. He thought it'd be easier than just going to prison. And then right, that's ag- right, yeah. again, the more he fought again, he, he, this diagnosis, when, when he got in there, he's like, right, I better start acting, saying this is worse than prison, actually. And he just can't get out of it. That's it's such very, a, su- very Kafka-esque. <laughs> yeah. It's such a complex oh, thing, because I remember up. years ago, poor, God bless her, Sinead O'Connor going through a lot of episodes and then coming out the other side of it going, yeah, I was never bipolar. I should never have been diagnosed. I shouldn't have been given all those meds. The meds were flying me up and down. So it's so complicated. It is like, complicated. Yeah. It's complicated. Especially when it's, in the, especially when it's in the, the public eye. Yes. Yeah. But can I ask another question? What would uh-huh. what would people in their thirties and forties do without John Ronson? I feel like I feel like love for, for people that live in Ireland, the UK, like like European English speakers, like they really live off John Ronson's little sojourns into people's crazy lives. I know. I just love him, and I love his accent and his voice, and he has yeah. that Louis Theroux thing where he plays yes. a very unassuming character, and he's just very curious and quite innocent and no judgment, yeah. and there's just something lovely about it. They had a weird rivalry for years. I say weird; it was weird because it makes sense. They're both in the exact yeah. same field. They yeah, you, me- you mentioned off. you mentioned that last week, right? Yeah. Did I? You, you, we we definitely have discussed the Louis Theroux John Ronson rivalry oh, before, but I don't know if it was on the pod or off it. It's one of my favorite uh, rivalries. That's it. Nerd that's, off. That's good. Joanne's <laughs> top five rivalries. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's actually a really good top five rivalries. I'm going to write up that. That top five rivalries. Hamilton, Aaron Burr. <laughs> I haven't seen I haven't seen Hamilton yet. I'm going to wait till the theaters open again. Uh, what, Britney what's a, what, versus what's Madonna. Br- Britney, Madonna. Was that a rivalry? Yeah, do you remember? Was, well, was Madonna it, has Madonna no, starts on everyone who comes into the music. Madonna yeah. and Lady Gaga had a huge thing. That's Taylor right. Swift and Katy Perry had a huge. Oh, that's no, a, it was oh, Brit- that, Britney that, that, Christina, wasn't it? Taylor Swift, Katy Perry. Oh my God, come on! That is definitely a top five rivalry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think Beat Taylor still. I think Katy still Taylor's dances or Taylor still Katy's dances. Something happened. Right. Um, Carl Spain. Carl Spain. Neil Delamere. <laughs> oh, that's a biggie that's a biggie that's too in-house we're never gonna make it big internationally with this podcast if we're, if, <laughs> I didn't if know pi- they had a rivalry did they oh, have I'm j- I, I, no I'm joking oh, I'm joking sorry. I don't wanna I don't wanna I, I was you I'm know, kidding you know how gullible I am I'd swallow a brick I'd yeah, no, no, that, 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 that's a too too in-house uh, Roy Keane Roy Keane Roy Keane Mick McCarthy top oh, five yeah. rivalry sorry not not that's too that's too male yeah, I like the kind of showbizy ones. Uh, oh, showbiz. Okay. Uh, one more rivalry before we move on to the next topic. Mm. Good showbiz rivalry. It's always women. Women have the best ones because they're just little. Ba- oh, um, Cardi B and Nicki Minaj. I was just going to say that one. Oh, right. Yes. That yeah. is, and I'm, I'm big. I'm on Cardi B side on that, definitely. I'm oh, on you're, Cardi B side as well. You're team Cardi? 
Team Cardi, I'm, big I'm time. I'm Team Cardi, yeah. Because I think women, women get so, and men do as well, but like, because women are taught that there's so few places at the top for us, we get way more competitive because it feels like only one of us can actually make it, you know? So mm. especially if a woman comes in who's quite similar to you and you think you've the same kind of market and the same audience. So the woman mm. who's there first usually has a piss attack at the woman who comes in after. And plus so it's watch out. So don't mess with Joanne McNally is what you're saying. Bam. It's like you, they feel like their relevance is going, you know, but it's the same in comedy. You think like, oh God, there's only so many laughs in the world. So if someone else is getting laughs and they're stealing my laughs, you know, I don't yeah, think. Well, we'll see in 20 years time when there's a lot more Somebody comedians and a lot more uh, female performers. And there's just, there's just when there's a lot more space for female success, we'll see if it was actually the limited success or we'll see if it's something else. The human experiment continues human on condition. the Waffle House. I'm telling you, it's the limited It's the limited spaces at the top. That's the problem. That is the problem with women. Four women. That's the problem for women. Well, we'll like see. one woman on a panel show. Like all that shit. That's one woman on a podcast. Exactly. Anyway, thanks. thanks. Thank you, Joanne, for being on the podcast and making it feel like everything we say is okay. No worries. <laughs> <laughs> you make it sound like I'm like a rape apologist or something. Uh, whoa, um, <laughs> whoa, Joanne. We were, I would that you'd never even hear that word come out of my mouth. <laughs> ah! Yeah, let's not go down that road. Yeah, okay. but you're very you're very progressive men. You know, we all educate each other. It's great. We, we do our best. I mean, let's face it. We have no choice. <laughs> Cancelled, <laughs> cancelled. Otherwise, you know, you're always just you're always just one loose sentence away from the end of your career. So, mm. did anyone get cancelled this week? Was there any cancellations? Any uh, any no, notable no. cancellations? No. What was the? Wasn't there uh, an actor who got in trouble for something? Maybe that was last week. Come on, cancelled. Cancelled is so last week. Everyone's cancelling. Yeah. Cancelling. Cancelling. Cancelling is the new cancelled. Is it? Is it? Is cancelling being cancelled? I'm actually delighted. Yeah, yeah, but it, but it, you know it's only this week, so let's not get too cocky because canceling okay, might yeah. be back. Yeah, <laughs> we'll all be we'll all be canceled. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know, I have another I I have another topic that I want to bring up because it's 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 very interesting and it it fits into our overall theme of the 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 personal slash private being public. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. Normally, being a little extra might be a bit much, but not when it comes to healthcare. That's why United Healthcare's Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, supplement your primary plan so you manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Now, people who know me know that I'm not a, a, a dating comedians kind of a guy. Uh... I've had oh yeah, yeah. Very limited uh, interaction with any women in the comedy game. Uh, and, and I, you know, used to be two, now three. So there's just this, you know, woman that I've been following on Instagram for quite a while. I don't even know how. I think she was on. I think she was on Nikki Glaser's story one time, and I thought she was cute, so I started following her. She followed me back, but like. I didn't even register that she followed me back. It's just you suddenly become familiar with people that you're following, right? So yeah, uh-huh. 
uh, recently I realized she's out here. You know, she's out out east east end of Long Island. So just oh, nice. on a, on a whim, I was like, "Oh, I see you're out here. You want to get coffee? Met for coffee. Hit it off like mega mega like a uh, home run type of uh, connection, right? Wow. So, and I was like, "Sparks Fuck, were flying." Should have been fucking meeting up with comedians the whole time. Uh, wow, have you got a girlfriend? Is that what you're trying to tell us? Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> well, podcast. Well, <laughs> so, so anyway, we've had a few dates. Let, needless to say, it's 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 going exceptional. Nowhere. She, she's, oh, she's, sorry. She, she's in the other. She's in the other. She's in the other room. It's part I of the thought re- I knew. I knew when we were talking about all the discussion about what time we we're supposed to r- meet up at today, and you to drop someone to the airport and all that. No, kind of I didn't stuff. say airport. But fucking airport. What? I don't what know. Fucking, I don't know. What non-pandemic world are you living in, motherfucker? <laughs> Nobody's. I don't remember. To- you to drop somebody somewhere anyway, and I was just like, oh, it's a it woman. feels like there's romance going on here. Oh, you do have a glow in the face, Daz. You do, that's, just, that's yeah. the sun, man. You shaved. Yeah. He shaved as well. No, that, Oh, my God. You're in... Okay, go on. So she's in the next room. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, I... Uh, yeah, so the, the, but the, what I was thinking is interesting in the topic front is that, well, number one, I've never dated a comedian. I've never dated a comedian, actually. I, I, I fooled around with, with two. And one of them was at the very beginning of my career. And then one of them was like somebody from a million miles away. So... Uh, number one, it's great fun with the the back, you know, the banter. It just it just really works. But she she's very uh, she's very public. She's a, she's not that you know she's twenty. She'll be twenty nine in a couple of weeks. But like so, but she is a millennial, and the millennial performers are they're just more public with their shit. Mm-hmm. So she's already been on like one of her own social media things talking about it. Not me. She doesn't name me. And then she's already been on like. The biggest podcast in America, uh, Joe Rogan. No, actually, it's back and forth, but it's a uh, call her daddy. <gasps> I'm right. Oh, I, I don't know that one. Yeah, I, I didn't know. I didn't know it either. Call her but daddy. It, it was it was number one ahead of Joe Rogan the other day. That podcast. Wow. Wow. Um, that's because isn't he gone? Anyway, go on. We'll go, go on. Go on. But she's she's talking. She's talking about us. Yeah. And. Uh, it's 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 strange because I've 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 mined my life for material before, but I've never actually been mined by yeah, somebody yeah, else. Yeah. Ah, you're at the receiving. Neither yeah, have I. Neither have I. I've never been the the diamond. I've always been right. the digger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> yes, you know. So, I've always been the mine. So yeah. what's now, going- now I'm the fucking, and it's 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 kind of strange. Yeah, what's going on? What's the feelings on it? Do you feel like you would rather she didn't or? You know, I actually don't. I don't really care because it's fine. But I do. I I feel like it, it's potentially dangerous because mm. it, it, uh, we're not like a couple yet. Like, let, let me yeah. just say that you're dating. It's it's, it's going well, but like mm-hmm. we're not like a couple. But just 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 to bring it out to the more generic couple, couples argue over a lot of things. And oh shit! If one of your problems, if one of your problems becomes like a meme. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. You know, like if suddenly people are doing memes like about like your whether you're wrong or right in a relationship, like that could that could accentuate the problem a little bit. Oh, big know? time. Yeah. So but there's what always if there's always additional like drama like so I obviously use my life for material, but I can kind of I add 
bells and whistles that aren't necessarily there. But I was reading Nora Ephron's book, Heartburn. I'm reading it at the moment. It's brilliant. And that's about her husband, who was quite a famous journalist, left her when she was pregnant for another woman. And uh, she wrote a book. She wrote a book about it. And she's dead now, but he was enraged about it. And he was really pissed off about it at the time. And she says in her in her introduction to Heartburn, she said, I'm a writer. What did he think was going to happen? Like, I'm just going to shut up for the first time in my life. And it's the same with comedians. Anything that happens to us, it's all copy. It's all material. It's all going in. But I do have Mm. to say that I was with somebody for nine years and like I never directly spoke about our relationship on stage once. Like I never did relationship material. I never, like, except for I said on God. the late, late show. I said I said on the late late show that we were engaged. I really talk. I tried to keep her out of it, even at the sort of like insane heights of the Irish intensity of like the the noughties for me. I, you know, I tried to keep all that separate. So like, I don't one hundred percent believe that that's always the case. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. all I do. It's all I do. Like I match with lads so that I can write about them. Like that's what I. That's more. I don't know. I wouldn't know what to say if I wasn't able to talk about people in my life. My mother's asked me to stop. I said no. Um, I had to. <laughs> I had to block a lad on WhatsApp because I was like, he's going to know I'm talking about him because he was talking about coming to a show, and I was like, he can't. All I do is mind people, mm. and no one's ever spoken about me ever. I went out with a comic once, and he wouldn't even admit we were together. I'd love to be mined. Yeah, but you didn't mind him either. What? You didn't mind him. Uh, <laughs> I, I still mind him. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. But you just keep it vague though, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. My girlfriend has never, never given out about, I've talked about like even thoughts of having an abortion and stuff like that, you know, and uh, she's never had a, a problem with it at all. Um, mm. But yet we're st- we are quite private in our lives. So we don't. Like our relationship is not online at all, and she doesn't mind me talking about it on stage. I don't think she she would have any of it online, to be fair. Yeah. And our daughter's not on Instagram stories, and that was me more than her, to be honest. Yeah, but my my daughter's not on social media at all. That was a decision that we made as well. So it's fun. I think it's different for the stage, but it's different for social media. That's another level, isn't it? There's a comic who I'm not going to say his name, but he had he's he's very successful. He's a young guy, and he writes shows all the time he's got a load of specials and he spoke about his ex in a show that he did but it was so cruel that it actually just reflected really badly on him yeah like I'll mind men and and my sex life and all that stuff but it's always fun I'm never I'm never mean you know I'm never cruel the joke's usually on me at the end like as in we, I take us both down I never come out looking mm. that great either but yeah. this guy spoke about his ex and it was just so cruel that I was thinking, I don't like you anymore. Yeah, like, but that's like that's into you're into exes then, and you're into sort of like revenge. Yeah, but I know. But do, I was like, does he not realize how this sounds? Does he not? Re- this isn't funny. Does he not realize this makes him sound like a wanker? Now I'm taking her side, and I don't even know her. Like, yeah. there's but that's mo- just there's bad mo- writing. Uh, he just picked a bad story to tell. Yeah, no, it shows that he's actually. I think he's like a bad guy. I think to get up on stage on a Netflix special and speak about your ex like that, unless she's murdered your family, I think it makes you a bad, it's bad character. It's not a mistake. Mm. It's not a mistake. Yeah. It's bad character. But so if it's on a Netflix special, who is it? I'm not telling you. Well, but that, it's a public story. I know, but I don't, I know people who know him. I don't want to be seen talking about him. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. Um, but like, so I say, we can mine away, but once it's kind of, there's an innocence to it. There's a playfulness to it. When you turn, mm. when it becomes, when you, when you get bitter and mean, I think you are the asshole then, no matter what they did to you, really. Yeah. I don't know. So I mean, what was she saying? So what was she saying about you? 
Well, you'll have. Yeah, I, that's I, the big I, thing. She gave a play-by-play of, of of a sexual encounter that we had. <laughs> Whoa. I'm going to listen to that. That's fun. <laughs> we should analyze that clip for next week's episode. <laughs> I'm pretty sure you could be positive that I would not be mentioning this if she didn't talk about me in glowing terms. <laughs> yeah. Of yeah. Yeah. I'm saying to her like, you know, I'm not, I'm not crazy about you mentioning stuff. And then she tells a story and I'm like quietly just telling everybody like, did you listen to the caller, daddy? <laughs> <laughs> I'm but, curious but, but, because but, but, usually but, comedy comes from failure. So I'm curious to know what it is. But it's not, you know, so first of all, by the way, you know, Call Her Daddy, it's a Barstool Sports podcast. Okay. Uh, and it's, it's, it, it's, it's great in that it's very successful and it's a huge podcast. But I have to point out, I am not telling our listeners you should listen to Call Her Daddy in that it's pretty manic. Okay. So yeah. like... Don't get mad at me if you're like, fuck me, this is crazy. You know? Right. Like it's it it's it's a certain vibe. It's like if that's your vibe, you're gonna love it. But like I'm also not recommending call her daddy. Cause like it's definitely it's not a podcast for like 44-year-old guys that normally like listening to NPR, you know? Yeah. Uh so but at the same time, I just thought it was an interesting topic to talk about the the public thing. Because like like I'll straight up admit that I I Definitely like the first time in a long time that I like properly like somebody. And I never, I don't actually talk about, I don't talk about relationship stuff normally, but she's so fucking public about it. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to talk about it. Plus I've, you know, I haven't had that many successful relationships. So I figured like might as well try a couple of different things. And perhaps one of them is talk about them publicly because that in itself is a vulnerability. Yeah, yes. exactly. Look, he's stroking his chin. He's vulnerable. He's like, I'm fucking stroke my chin all the time. You're just pointing it out now. Like, <laughs> Joanne, this is not a visual <laughs> podcast. He's this like, is look. not a visual podcast. It's like, I'm being vulnerable. He's strategically being vulnerable. I'm not fucking... I'm being vulnerable. <laughs> Joanne, there's nothing... I'm not strategically being vulnerable. This is not a, com- this is not a career oh, shut play. shut up. We're teasing you. Just this is not a career on, play Dave. here. You're in love and we're just Dan's having a career not play. A oh, whoa, whoa. Not in love. <laughs> wow. You're in lust anyway. You're definitely in lust. But here's the other weird thing. So she Can you name her name or, or she, like obviously she so she does this uh so she's on a reality show here. By the way, she starts filming this reality show in six days. So I'm actually not gonna see her now for, for seven weeks. Uh which is which is ideal because that's exactly the the schedule of every single human interaction in my life. Uh I've been away from the I've been away from the people I care about since I'm fourteen. Uh but so she goes on um she has like a an insta live that she does and that's the first thing she talked about but she, she has like this army of of crazy fans and they fucking figured it out they actually fucking figured it out and suddenly like i start getting drip all these like american fans they 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 actually figured out who i was men or she, women was it women it's all fucking women of course yeah, it's see, women you, they love been, all that yeah we've been on armchair insta detectives for a long long time because we've been trying to catch our boyfriends cheating on us, which they are doing. So, like, it's like the wag at the Christie thing. I can find someone on Instagram within under three minutes, I'd say. It's a time. Oh, really? Yes. Jesus. She didn't even say, she didn't say I was a comedian. That is impressive. She didn't even I, say yeah, I was but a comedian. I, what I would do there is I'd go in and go, who's, new, who's recently added? The worst thing that happened to Instagram was they took away, they used to have this, um, uh, what would you call it? Like, sir, what's a, like a part of an app, the part of the app option where you could go in and look at people what they've liked 
Oh yeah, is that oh. gone now? That's gone, and like all the women who've been trying really, that's been like, gone. Ah! Oh, I didn't, yeah. I didn't know that's been gone. The last couple of weeks, I haven't been liking any hot women. Well, I can go back to no, I'm just kidding. But yeah. uh, I, I, I didn't know that that was gone. Yeah, 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 yeah. Jamie Lang was saying it to me the other day. He was like, his girlfriend, see, I'd see, like, there was nothing in it. But she was like, why are you, li- why did you, why are you liking your one's photos? And he's like, how the fuck do you know what I'm doing? And she's like, are you thick? Do you not know this is the thing? Like, God, I remember know. I was, I was, I was seeing somebody a few years ago, and uh, I, then I went to Australia for for all the festivals, which is like an eight week trip, and this incredibly. Like, like, literally, like proper professional model, just like insanely good-looking woman. We, I hang out with her a bit. We don't actually mess around. We just, we're just like hanging out. So I add her on Instagram, and like within an hour, the woman in Dublin that I was seeing fucking added her, she... and like suddenly likes her pics. I was like, yeah. holy shit, that's yeah, that's some she's serious. She's like on it all the time. But if she she did it so quick that I realized like she was nonstop checking my Insta, making you know yeah. seeing because she knows you're up to no good, Daz. Those days are over, Joanne. Oh, you're a new man. I had. <laughs> but my friend, one of my friends, was seeing this guy, and uh, very briefly, like, they were seeing each other for like two weeks, and she noticed this new girl was looking at her stories, and she went into her page and realized that it was the ex girlfriend of the guy she was seeing, and. Where everyone's just tracking everyone, you know? Just tracking That's everyone. crazy. It's like I had, fun, I had a funny one last night where I went on a longer run than I than I had said that I was thinking God, you're of doing so, You're night. so fucking married, bro. That's what you're bringing to the table in the middle of this? <laughs> well, no, listen. Well, listen. Because I, 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 I went... Cheated. I, went <laughs> I cheated on my distance. <laughs> <laughs> no, I went on a longer run. I'm and kidding. so I was gone for two hours instead of one hour. And I came back and she was waiting for me. Pajamas and all. Where were you? Blah, blah, blah. No way. Like, Yeah. But it was it was because she just expect I did twenty instead of ten k and she was expecting me to be home in an hour and uh, she was just like full of questions. So what happened on the run? And like like in Terry, I was like what? I was running, I wasn't doing anything, I was running. I was why are you sweating? Running. Why are you sweating, Steve? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, no, why aren't you? Why aren't you sweating? Was the fucking like? I was just like, I had to get out my Garmin and fucking show her on Strava where I was for the last two hours. <laughs> no smoke without fire. Like you have a terrible reputation. We're constantly trying. Well, to which I don't have it. a reputation. I've never done it. <laughs> I've just have rep- I'm just a man. That's all. Well, Steve, exactly. Yeah. Steve, that just proves if you're ever going to cheat, you better learn how to cheat while jogging. Yeah. Because <laughs> she's yeah, fucking. Yeah. She's tracking your runs, bro. She's on, yeah. A quick she thrust as you go, thrusting as you go, and then you'll be back home at time. Yeah, yeah. Um, well then, wow. Well, that's kind of cool, Des. Well, let's see what happens now. Let's see what happens. <laughs> Good for you, buddy. But what will happen the then if the- you have to come home? Uh, yeah, well, I mean, that's always that's an issue, uh, always. But we'll see. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. Well, let's not happens. bring that up now. Yeah. I mean, it's pandemic. You know, the whole life is random, of course. Uh, so you just never know. But you just, I was actually saying this to her yesterday that like, life is completely random. You fucking meet somebody at like a particular time where you actually have nothing going on, and yeah, you match up perfectly. But it's also the situation is perfect too. Like Sharon yeah. Horgan, Sharon Horgan said to me once that like women uh, connect you know on like all the stuff that that matters between the two of you whereas men like they're just fucking playing the field playing the field and then if you you happen to be next to them on the day that they decide they're out of the game they'll marry you <laughs> so yeah. it's just like oh yeah she'll do this is just like you're just like at the right time which i'm not saying is what's going on here but there is there is an element of like a a perfect a shitstorm of scenarios that definitely make me very open yeah it's yeah. all about timing lights on lights off all that jazz yeah, yeah, it is time. Like, I mean, like, if your lights on, fucking, your lights on. Do you, I I mean, do, you, do, do you think? 
Yeah, she's met Flynn. I mean, Flynn is a pain in the ass when people are, you know, like when Flynn gets, right. uh, gets a little excited. <laughs> 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 truth, truth, truth be told, actually, he 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 was actually in the room for uh, for one of those, but um, and he 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 was he was fine, but uh, no, nah, he's just he's just he's just a, he's, just a, <laughs> he he's just annoying. <laughs> I couldn't do that. I, a dog would be out of the room. I can't. <laughs> you can't do it, the dog in the room? I don't have a dog, but like, yeah, I just, yeah, I just don't think, especially if they're, if they yawn and they nod off as well, like that's a bit insulting. But anyway. I had well, he, it turns out he's better at going down than I am. But you know, you, you live in your life. Hey. Disgusting. <laughs> Uh, it's the I, first time Joanne's given out to us for being <laughs> disgusting. <laughs> I had sex. I used to have sex in front of my dog, um, and then like, what? my my mom my mom's dog, right? And then went then the next time I was up in the house, I was I was house sitting in the house, and I was going in with someone at the time. We were having sex in the kitchen, whatever. And then the, when my mom came home, when I went to hug her hello, the dog came up and started dry riding her leg because she just had so used to seeing whenever I. So, and when I was having sex with your man in the kitchen, he looked down and the dog was dry riding his leg. So I had to listen with the dog, basically. <laughs> <laughs> and the second I looked at her, she stopped dry riding his leg. So she knew what she was doing. It's because you, 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 you think you trained your dog to hump? <laughs> no, she, she saw affection and she just went up. And so she started dry riding his leg. So, he's, <laughs> so he stopped having sex with me. He's like, look at the dog. So I looked down, saw her dry riding his leg. And the second she saw me look at her, she just like scoot, like she just kind of slurked off his leg. So she knew she was what she was. She was coming onto him. And then when my mom came home, when I hugged her, she just, the dog went up and just started dry humping my mom's leg. <laughs> Mom's like, stop it, Roxy, stop it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Where did she get you know, that from? We, I don't we know. Had a, <laughs> I don't know. We had a cocker spaniel when we were kids, and uh, well, actually, I was a teenager. But uh, our, we had tenants in our basement, and one of our tenants at one time in our life was an Irish couple. Uh, he was from Bantry, County Cork. She was from Roscommon, and um, but they loved Molly, the cocker spaniel, and Molly would go down to them all the time. And every time we'd be down there, Michael Coppinger, who was like this older man, he was the janitor in our school, would put his leg out. Molly would get on, and then he'd go, get the sex up, Molly. Get the sex up. Get the sex up, Molly. And fucking Molly would start humping his leg. Get the sex get up. Get the sex up, Molly. Get the sex fucking up. Fucking hell. <laughs> God love them. Like, my mum used to stop the dog shagging her bed. I was like, let her off. Just let her have a little dry ride. Just let her do it. Like, why are you stopping her? Hmm. Oh. So can I tell you, I'll tell you the moment where I knew that I would, I would be more into this woman than other people. Do. Because she's funny. That's the thing. Like, you know the way people say, oh. It is attractive. We've, to- we've talked about this before, but like. Joanne's mad into A comic told me in uh, Las Vegas, female comic, that like men say they want a woman with a sense of humor, but really they just want a, a woman that'll laugh at their jokes. But actually, she like, she genuinely makes me laugh. So, of course, I'm a guy. I paid for most of the stuff first, uh, first couple of dates. But then on the way, I was driving her back uh, one of the times. So we got pizza and she insisted on paying for the pizza. I was like, okay, fine. You know, she was like insisting on it. I was like, fine, you pay. So then when when the guy when the guy goes to pay, she puts she she jumps in front of me with the credit card and she goes, I'll get it. I mean, he should be getting it, but I'll get it. <laughs> threw me under the bus. She yeah, threw yeah. me under the bus in front of the register guy. Fucking brilliant. Like, oh, that's that's funny. My first girlfriend I got a boner. <laughs> my first girlfriend used this amazing thing. We were 17, 18. We used to go to Blanche shopping center, McDonald's. 
and be sitting there chatting and then it would kind of go quiet you're, you're eating your food or whatever and she would out of nowhere shout in front of the whole restaurant I'll have another chip if I want to and march out <laughs> <laughs> I love the, I love that humour man I love Fuck that shit fucking hell I could, like, I'll be laughing for days after that but like everybody's looking at me like <laughs> Whitney Cummings has great stuff about this guy that she was with and she used to pay for everything but he when the waitress would come down the waitress would give him the check and he'd say thank you and then he'd pass it to Whitney when you're when the waitress had gone again she's like stop trying to pretend you're paying for something you don't pay for fucking anything um, lads I have to go okie doke oh good timing wonderful good timing 6.58 yeah. alright well well, well I, I, do you have to go Steve no I can say I can hang on oh, okay. yeah, just, just, just to sign it off without being too abrupt go ahead Joanne bye 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 Joanne bye. <laughs> Joanne's gone <laughs> So anyway, I that's it, that. Steve. Cool, you, you, you have something coming up, right? Um, what today or what do you mean? Yeah, well, you said twelve to two thirty, yeah, that you couldn't. Uh, oh shit! Yes, yeah, sorry. Yeah, that's <laughs> why I was up at fucking. Yeah. By the way, just for the record, I'm up at six a.m. because of oh your fuck. <laughs> uh, um, Did we point? That? We did, I never no, pointed no, I'm, out I'm, to I'm, the listeners that it, I, it's uh, it was six a.m. We started recording. No, my my um uh my other half has an appointment, and I'm minding my daughter now, so that's just all right. Let's well, let's let's wrap time. it up. But they're not home yet, so they'll be should be home soon. But um, um, yeah, yeah. So we'll be back next week. Uh, don't forget at Joanne McNally Comedy, uh, at Hello Steve-O here, still on our booyah, and uh, yeah, we're gonna have to set up a new a new Waffle House podcast, which we'll do ASAP, okay. and. Uh, which I, you know, I'm happy about because then I can keep doing like, um, you know, like other stuff on 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 this. But can we I, bring your girlfriend onto the Waffle House. Oh, whoa, sorry. bro! Whoa! <laughs> whoa! <laughs> whoa! Steady on. Whoa, bro! So, uh, I, you know, I, I I don't think I I I I'd like to keep. Okay, she's talked about me. Now I've talked about her. I'd rather keep it like that's enough. That's enough. Not, not like that until we end up like what was that couple that used to have the morning show in the UK? Was it Richard and Judy? Richard and Judy, yeah. But there's another couple on Good Morning Britain. The what's the Northern Irish guy? He's he, him and his wife present a show. What, Eamon Holmes. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's married to that um to the woman he presents with. Yeah, lovely couple. Oh. But yes, yeah, so it was Richard and Judy as well. Yeah. Yeah, until that moment when we're we're like morning television. Rich until we're making money out of it, you're saying that's it. Well, she's a social media, but like, like it's insane the uh, the 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 monetization on social media. It's just a whole other world. Like, yeah, uh, which we've by the way we haven't been as successful at. <laughs> it just <laughs> no, makes definitely. me laugh. It just makes me laugh because, like, obviously, like when I was younger. Uh, you know, and I, you know, first kicked off in Ireland, like a lot of social media didn't really exist. Like it was still mostly forums, but there was certainly no monetization of your brand. No. And then there was also really frowned upon to like endorse anything because that was, you were considered a sellout. And now I feel like all that sellout stuff has just completely disappeared. Like everybody, t- everybody's monetizing everything. And yes. it feels like, it feels like in a way we got like a little bit ripped off you know like i know and i think there's a difference between the u.s culture and over here as well because like over here for example certain actors wouldn't want to be seen to be doing certain ads but in the u.s like top actors are making 
big bucks out of doing a Chevrolet ad or whatever. Like they don't give Matthew McConaughey is like, yep, I'll do Chevrolet, no problem. Who gives a yeah. shit about the Oscar? You guys are paying. Yeah, it's Lincoln. He does. Yeah, but uh, Lincoln. Sorry, yeah, but um, yeah, but in saying that, I know some. Yeah, so what the actors in Ireland and the UK do is they pretend they're not into that, but then they voice ads. <laughs> yes, exactly. Voice over till the cows come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they voice. Just be honest about it. Yeah, that's how voice, we make money. They voice the shit out of it, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I know, there's a lot. But anyway, so we better go, Steve. You better get on with your Okey life. Okie doke. Yes, bro. Talk all right, soon. Well, we'll, we'll be back next week. Thank you to all our listeners. Look, come on, leave loads of reviews, guys. Yeah, guys. And, Thanks so much uh, for listening. I better be careful. I'm probably gonna fucking new listeners out of this other shit. I better, I better, I better put on my best, my best behavior. I think, I, I think I was pretty, I was okay there, right? <laughs> About what the relation? Yeah, yeah, of course. I get paranoid now, man. They're fucking. They're watching. That's what I'm talking about. This public shit, you know. Don't go Kanye on me, bro. They're watching, bro. <laughs> you know, that's the problem. It's like now you got to be in your best behavior. And it's like I didn't like the way because they, you know, they. She's got crazy fans. You know, she not crazy. Sorry, sorry guys. I didn't say you're crazy, but she has like, 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 like passionate diehard fan. fans. Yeah, passionate yeah, fans. passionate yeah. fans. Now they're gonna be like on my shit. This is a fucking. This is a mind fuck. <laughs> anyway, take care, bro. Later, bro. Next week. Bye. Peace out. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.